0: hey guys and girls and gays and guys and welcome to grow with the flow where we navigate our ever-evolving journey together ding ding da, 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 da. oh not yet hey everyone <laughs> and welcome back to another episode today i I would say this is our ninth episode. Today is supposed to be our tenth episode, which kind of sucks because, you know, our first two-digit numbers. But since, oh my gosh, I've been really busy with school and I didn't have time to edit my previous podcast, which I really can't talk about it now because people don't actually know what it is, but I am literally filming this at August 22nd and this should be up by tomorrow, which really sucks because... I should have been filming this on friday but then on friday i like to take a break and then on saturday it was raining so hard so here we are at sunday (laughs) me trying to film this and trying to get it posted in a few hours or at least like tomorrow at noon or something pray for me pray for me because i really want to get this posted on this day and i literally planned out an entire like calendar for this like i actually put this in my calendar as a priority like i should be having this podcast up and ready to go on my birthday. And yes, it's my birthday today! Well, it's not, but I mean the title itself, and you're probably gonna listen to it on the 23rd, so it's my birthday today! (laughs) So yeah, it is my birthday today, nothing really special. Seriously, nothing really special. I mean, today was supposedly the day that my friends and I are going to physical school, but nope. I think our lockdown is gonna be extended anyways, but that's okay. I could always celebrate any time. I don't even need to celebrate actually, but I did saw some cake in the fridge. <laughs> I don't know when my mom is gonna finally learn how to surprise me properly by not putting the cake on the fridge like you- like, you put it somewhere else, you know? Like it's not gonna melt that bad, you know, it's still gonna be okay. Or at least order it, you know, like at 8 or something she ordered the cake at like 3 p.m today and so i went downstairs and i went to get milk because i want to drink milk and there it is just literally on the second tier of my refrigerator all like one piece of giant cake literally just cleared out all the other fruits and vegetables i'm like oh my goodness is the queen coming like what's happening like what's with the big cake but i appreciate that even though every year i just act surprised but i appreciate that i appreciate that and also i have trouble speaking guys i don't know if you can tell i hope not but i literally have trouble speaking because i have a giant ulcer on the top of my lip and i i I don't know i don't know we're gonna make it work though because we're halfway through actually no we're not even a quarter through but (laughs) yeah very exciting for this episode i've been planning this for quite a while because i think i'm gonna do this for every of my birthday episodes, I hope to have more birthday episodes with this podcast. I hope that I will still be up on the game and getting back on the grind with my podcast. I know I've technically missed like a week because I didn't post my ninth episode, which is probably this one. But yeah, I think I just literally ruined my streak. I lost a week. Yeah, I will give you guys a little life update now because I have a lot of things to talk about because I have 17th- because in today's- Because in today's episode, I would be talking about seven things. Wait, I can't speak. I can't speak. Because, sorry. Okay, my bad. Let's just regroup. Let's regroup, okay? Just, yeah, okay. Oh, is this a bad idea? My ulcer is so big and I keep talking about it to my friends. Like every time I call them, I'm like, look at my ulcer. It's getting bigger and bigger. And I think that's because I acknowledge it so much that it's expanding. Does that even work that way? It doesn't work that way. But yeah, I I have a really bad ulcer, guys, and don't nobody really cares about it. Like, <laughs> anyways, okay, as a tribute to my birthday, my 17 years of age living on this damn world, which I highly am very grateful for, I will be listing down 17 lessons that I've learned at the age of 17. Wow, very awesome, very very awesome. Okay, let's let's just let's just go ahead with the episode. Okay, little life update. I've been doing more artwork for my art classes and it's very fun, honestly. I had so much fun making and creating the artwork and I love that I'm really back on the grind with school at the moment. I still hope I wouldn't get burned out any minute from now, but at the moment, I've been really on top of my things and for my visual arts, I am I even allowed to talk about it? Well, you guys will see it. Like, people in my school are gonna listen to this and you're gonna see some of my artworks in my art exhibition when we actually present an art exhibition at school. I heard it's going to be at school, though, so I'm pretty sure we're going to ba- so I'm pretty for. Oh my gosh, it's okay, calm down. Calm down. My ulcer is killing me, you guys. Please, please have mercy on me. It's painful, it's really painful. Anyways, I've been doing more art and I have been putting more of my creative juices on my artworks because usually I do art just because I just want to finish the subject. I wasn't really putting my insights and my own creative juices into it. Like I wasn't putting any personal details into it or any like of my identity in it. Like I kind of want to put something and like leave a mark of myself through everything I do. And I wasn't really doing that for my art back in the day but now I am and it's actually a very intriguing concept and I'm very excited to finally be exhibiting this series of artwork that I've been working on yeah that's all I could say I guess because I don't want to be spoiling a lot for my art and I feel like no one's gonna remember this anyways so until you see the exhibition then you're like oh that's what she's talking about or maybe I won't even post that artwork in my exhibition I don't even know but yeah Anyways, that's probably my life update in between schools and things like that. There hasn't been anything really interesting, except there are some interesting things that are coming up for my clubs and my organizations. So I'm excited for that. A lot of work. And yeah, I mean, school life is school life. What is there to talk about, especially when you're online? Actually, this is probably the first birthday that I'm not doing anything in particular. Usually I would celebrate it with my friends and usually they surprise me, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Not like gen no no no, like genuinely I don't think that's gonna happen because we're in lockdown and it's really unsafe. And I hope nobody does that because I kinda don't want to. Actually I kinda don't want to. I kinda wanna just sort of be alone for my birthday. You know, that's probably like the start. (laughs) Like I've never really wanted to be alone for my birthday, but I kinda wanna, you know, watch movies I like and Eat stuff I like, obviously, in between, you know, taking the break from the podcast. But yeah, that's what I'm wishing to do because nothing's better than. Oh, and I have popcorn in the. Fr- oh my gosh, I have popcorn in the fridge, I think. Not in the fridge, I think in one of my counters. But yeah, I'll definitely make some popcorn and watch some movies right after I finish my podcast and there isn't any other homework. i finished all my homework before monday. so yeah, i'm gonna treat myself today-ish a little bit. do things that are less heavy. but yeah, anyways, we could definitely go to the topic that i was about to talk about. i can't believe even with an ulcer i am going off topic again. but anyways, here we are back again. and so... I will pull up my notes. It's been a while since I've actually used my notes because I usually just make comments from you guys' responses and your requests. And right now, I am finally opening up my notes because I actually need notes for this because I'm listing out 17 things. And it was actually, it actually took me quite a while To just figure out and complete the entire list because I actually did not have that many things going on in my life like that came out of that you know I had to literally like search and sort of reflect and think a little bit to myself and even some of them I had to look up from Google because sometimes I don't even realize the things that I've learned my entire 17 years of living on this earth but yeah we're gonna start with our very first one I hope to be very short and brief a little bit just because we have 17 points that we need to tackle but god knows where i'm gonna go so first one let's go first one i have learned that i should stop comparing myself to others this i put this as my very first one because that's literally the first thing i got came to my head because Uh. jeez agnes Uh, oh my gosh double (laughs) jeez okay um yeah i've also learned that i burp and make so many sound effects anyways going back to my point i have stopped comparing myself to others that's something that was very crucial for me and that was something that i've actually learned as i was growing up especially for me growing up as a girl and growing up in this era and when you're very exposed to social media it's very hard to present yourself into the world without anyone judging you or commenting you or fitting you into different types of molds that you're expected to be in order for others to accept you and take account of even your existence honestly it's kind of it's kind of sad but that's literally the world i grew up in and I have finally realized that I needed to find myself and sit down with myself and actually sort of study myself in a way where I know myself more from a deeper level, be it like interior wise or exterior wise. Exterior wise. My ulcer is killing me. Anyways, I feel like I was always been like a people pleaser ever since I was at a very young age. I don't even remember. Ever since I was eight i think like ever since i was eight i feel like i was already a people pleaser because i was literally stepping out to this different person at such a young age this was this is gonna be like another segment for later but during first grade itself i was already very shy and people knew that i was very shy and quiet and reserved but that was mainly because there was a language barrier between me and all my other friends because i wasn't as fluent in english amongst like all my other friends because i came from a national school beforehand and so moving into like an international school where everyone spoke english it was kind of hard to communicate with people and so i was mostly bullied because not only because i barely could talk to anyone and make friends my own age but because i was ugly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was literally six literally six ha. <laughs> Oh, by the way, when I said 8, I meant 7. I forgot that I was 7 when I was in 2nd grade. I was, I'm was i a little bit late. I think all my other friends were about 8 when they were in 2nd grade, but I actually turned 8 when I was in 3rd grade, so yeah, uh, I was pretty late. But yeah, anyways, I think I was a new, different person when I was in 7th grade, and I really wanted to please other people because even when I was in kindergarten, I had pretty much a lot of friends, like literally a lot of friends. And even in my kindergarten pictures, like, you would see how happy and joyful i was as a kid i wasn't shy i was literally living the best life it just kind of sucks that i was bullied for multiple reasons one being like a loner and second my physical body like isn't it already enough that you pick me for being a loner and now you're gonna pick me even more because i don't look good like who are you to define me as who looks good and who looks bad who are you to define that No, seriously, everyone looks awesome and amazing. And it took me quite a while to realize that because I've been super insecure about my body and I'm pretty sure a lot of young girls my age or even girls younger than that have been through the same exact thing of insecurity and always wanting to be, you know, people pleasers. At least for me, I always want to get like as many friends as I could. Like I don't think there's a boundary or a limit to be having friends. If I could make friends with 7 billion people on this earth or more, then I would do it. That's why in some of my lessons that I'm going to mention later on, I talk a lot about, you know, being limitless because why do that? You only get one chance to live on this earth. You better off make it your best one, you know? So yeah, as I grew up, I finally just sat down with myself and I understood better about myself and my body too because I've struggled a lot with my body image and I was happy enough to finally realize my self-worth and my sense of self during quarantine, surprisingly, when I had to just have time to myself and no one else was there to judge me, pick on me, have comments Mm -hmm. on me, anything like that. Yeah, and I finally realized that each and every one of us have different types of bodies, each and every one of us were created differently because duh, our parents are different and our genes are different. If we all looked the same, if we all looked like, I don't know, what you define perfect as, then there is no sense of growth and there is just no sense of you know being better at things. There's just no sense of growing, honestly, because everyone's the same and if we're all perfect as human beings, what is there to live for (laughs) literally what is there to live for if we have everything we needed everything we wanted and if we are everything we wanted what is there to live for but yeah that was something i've struggled with and that was something i've truly learned about myself is self-love self-love is always super important and that has literally pushed me over so many different things there are so many people saying so many different things about myself And now that I have grown up a little bit more, I guess, I feel like there's still a lot of things to learn. But now that I've grown up a little bit more compared to me when I was seven, you know, I definitely stopped. I stopped all that because it wasn't worth it. It literally wasn't worth it. And I can't believe it took a whole pandemic for me to realize that. I'm just lucky enough that I realized this sooner. Very soon, actually, in my teen years. I'm literally on my pro teen years. Like... And I'm realizing this now and I'm very grateful for that because from now on, I am going to treat myself even better that I already am treating myself as. And, you know, I take account of people's words, but it doesn't hurt to me as much, especially now that I've known myself even more. My body image, my self-worth, my personality, my level of smartness, my level of humor, myself as a whole. So yeah, that is my first gratitude and the first freaking lesson that I have learned. Okay, so moving on to the second thing I've learned is that I have learned to do things for me and not others. I really do push you guys to put yourself first, or at least second after God, your choice. But I have always prioritized my friends and my family over myself or anyone there existing in this world over myself. For instance, I am going through a rough patch in school, for instance, and I haven't been giving out my best effort in putting out good grades or whatever that is or even passing in general but my friend needs help but they could actually do it if they have just you know a little bit of focus and just you know just pick it up from there where they left off you know but you on the other hand you need to redo some of the topics and you need to revise and review a ton of these topics and like as well as like tutoring for instance because you're so left behind and you're not doing well at school and so with that mindset of you know putting others first before yourself you tend to help this person more than the help you give to yourself and then this person you know ends up acing the grade like they always do but you failed even badly you know and i feel like this sort of connects with my first point of having self-worth sometimes when you feel like you're not good enough at certain things you don't feel the need to fix it you just tend to just label yourself as that particular thing because you don't think that there's anything in this world that could ever fix you from that because you're just born that way, which nobody is born like anything unless you make yourself into that thing that you want to be. Sure, I don't really regret anything I did in my life, but I look back at it and I feel like if I did have that sense of self-worth a little bit earlier so then I know that I have potential in doing things, then I would be at a much better state right now, honestly. So please prioritize yourself first over other people. It's always important. Especially when it comes to like health stuff, always prioritize yourself first and then help other people because you can't really give that same reaction to other people if you don't really have it in you. It's like what they say, you can't love others if you can't love yourself. And I feel like something that also sort of connects with do things for yourself and not others could be the fact that some people pleasers would always, for instance, girls would... Wear these type of clothes to impress other people or change things to impress other people, to be accepted by society, to have tons of friends, to have a label, or to have a girl or a guy friend. You know, if it ends up really successful, but it turns out to be a toxic relationship because of that, then, mm, you know, didn't say I told you so. But if you didn't end up like that, but you end up like me, single and lonely, then girl, see, what did I tell you, you know? Okay, I feel like a lot of people, when they sort of like someone or sort of they just kind of want to be accepted in a particular circle they would always have to change in some way i mean influence really does get to you you know well there is such thing as peer pressure but it's always your right to either use that force that you have inside of you that little bit of force inside of you to fight against peer pressure or not i mean it's not bad sometimes when you are influenced for the good i think that's awesome that's amazing but changing yourself for other people for the bad and just completely changing yourself i think that's just messed up you know because i've been through that it literally caused me an identity crisis don't want to get through the hellhole so yeah being a teen is hard and i feel like a lot of <laughs> a lot of adults really degrade us as teens because they just think that all we have to do is just manage school and that's it and get good grades even though that's already enough pressure for us like pick a struggle i don't want to have 10 in total you know but they're like you only have one struggle jeez stop it oh my goodness jeez i keep burping okay the third lesson i've learned at 17 is that oh guys the third one is start with you oh my goodness i can't believe i literally read the two things and just jumbled them up together so just to clarify the second lesson is do things for you not others so basically the peer pressure thing that i was talking about And the third one is start with you. So I have to prioritize myself, my mental health, and things like that. You know, prioritize yourself first before other people, all that stuff. Okay, moving on to my fourth one. Wow, fantastic. The fourth lesson that I've learned at 17 is that vulnerability is not a weakness. That right there, I've honestly realized that more from Selena Gomez, which is kind of weird, but no, i think Selena has been a true inspiration to a lot of people regards of like her songs, her music, and also her mental health awareness that she gives out to her audience and her fans i feel like she is such an extraordinary woman with such a big heart at the same time such a big soul She's always so caring and she always talks about how vulnerability is such a powerful thing. And I feel like she's very soft as a person, like very, very soft. But that is not something that we should be ashamed of. There's lots of things about vulnerability that really is sort of controversial to some people. Be it toxic masculinity that really just pushes guys to become literally boulders and not like soft stones, you know, because you, you want to be a boulder. you want to be someone that is macho, or like, lucky, like, <laughs> like, what are you, I don't know the reference to that, but like, manly, you know, and I don't get what that is all about, but I feel like this generation has really opened up about toxic masculinity, even though there are still some people, you know, still looking up at the fact about toxic mas- masculinity, and I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I think it's because we were always planted in our heads not only to guys by the way but also girls because people always reference girls as like you're such a you're such a pussy like okay I'm so sorry I'm cussing but like you're such a pussy like that's very okay that's very disrespectful first of all but yeah I mean I joke around with it okay it's like it's chill but you know I just don't like how that reference is put out that way of like you're such a girl you throw like a girl you're such a pussy like what does that even mean what does that even mean like you're always degrading girls for that and okay i feel like i'm slightly going a little bit off topic just because i kind of want to rant but like I know we're always planted this thing in our head that like you shouldn't cry and stuff and i mean my dad has always been telling me like stop crying like don't cry if you're cry you're weak and stuff and i always flex about it literally in middle school my friends remember like i don't see the point of it you know like if you're not crying that is unhealthy and being vulnerable or being soft or whatever term you want to use is not a weakness i think it's a strength like If you realize, every time my friends come on my podcast, even though I only have two people up on my podcast, if any of my friends comes up to my podcast and they share some of their stories in the public, where literally I have around 100 to 200 listeners, I don't think it's 200, actually, never mind, like 100 to 150 listeners, with that amount of people listening to this, and they're still willing to come on my podcast and share their experience to other people, and being vulnerable and super transparent to you guys, like... I always thank them for their bravery and I always applaud them for their transparentness, honestly. Because being vulnerable is not easy, you know? Telling people about your problems without having the sense of, you know, oh my goodness, they're going to judge me or they're going to look at me differently or anything like that. But it's all about confidence. If you're confident in yourself and you know that there is a problem, you acknowledge it, and you spread it there to other people to help them and help them not feel alone and help them feel secure and help them be like sort of a comfort person, and make a community with the both of you, like I don't see the problem in that, because even when you set it out there, like you put your problems out there, it's such a relief, and it's even more relieving knowing that tons of people feel the same way, and that you are not alone, and so wow, I think that's just something that I really wanted to aim towards this podcast, is that we're I hope to be a really healthy community. I hope some things really resonates with you in your life and I hope I could really help you guys. And that's literally what I've learned is that vulnerability is not a weakness, it is a strength. So I hope that you guys would have that tattooed in your head, I guess. Moving on to my fifth lesson, I have learned that it's okay for a lot of people to not like me. You know, I understand that and I respect that because going back to being... A people pleaser you really want to be likable to a lot of people and oh my goodness the amount of people I have been trying to please just for the sake of them not leaving me or people that I need validation to to just know that I am worthy of being a human or worthy of having these friends and having these like privileges and gratitudes and all these things I just need them to like me like that was the core point of being a people pleaser is for them to like me I'm pretty sure I discussed this in my identity crisis episode but basically I had a moment where I talked to my closest friends and I said that if I were to change as a different person sort of the really jokey Agnes who is like I don't know such a lunatic like every single second or like I don't know being super loud and annoying would you still be my friends <laughs> and they're like yeah why wouldn't we and I was like, there's a lot of people who don't like me, you know? And if I change, I'm pretty sure you guys won't like me either. And they're like, so what? So what if people don't like you? And that thing sort of struck out to me. I'm like, w- wh- You? you uh, wh- uh, am I hearing this correctly? Like you're fine with people not liking you you know and a lot of them have always constantly be reminding me because i always bring that topic of like hey i want to change myself will you be my friend and my friends would always be like so what if they don't like you so what like why you know it's not like i'm gonna be living on earth forever and seeing these people like 24 7 every second of the day you know And it's so true. Like, most of the people that I know now, I won't even be seeing now that I'm going to university next year or the year later. I don't feel the need to throw my sense of self-worth and my personality and identity for... That purpose, like that's just so stupid. If you don't like me for me, that's okay. And I finally come to terms with that because I've had several people that really didn't like me for no reason. Because I know if someone didn't like me for a certain reason, then I would like try to reflect on myself, ask my friends why this person probably doesn't like me, and I would try to change for the better because you know, have it resolved, you know. But if they don't like you just because, then there's something wrong with them because clearly i'm not doing anything wrong i could literally list the amount of people that didn't like me you know but what i'm trying to say is that i don't really care if you don't really like me that's (laughs) completely chill you know i have really come into terms that you know people are always gonna come and go and i should be all right on my own i don't need your validation or to be super codependent on you okay but like in all seriousness if not a lot of people like you try to fix yourself but if really there's nothing else to do and it's their fault like you've come into terms that it's their fault then oh well just let them be i guess oh well you do you you know we might just have different interests or different things that we can't even relate to so i respect that because if again if we're all the same then what is there to grow and live about so yeah so in addition to the fifth lesson that i've learned the sixth lesson that i've learned is that i should live unapologetically i feel like that's something not a lot of people talk about especially like for girls maybe i feel like there's lots of things that i could say sorry for even when it's super unnecessary like bruh like it's not that big of a deal you know but then like you just have the need to apologize or I don't know, just a habit of saying sorry. I feel like it's like if it's for no reason, like why would you say sorry, you know? And I feel like that didn't really like struck out to me until I think a bunch of my friends like pointed out that like I say sorry a lot and I was like I do. I just thought it was like manners or something, but no, I just think that I was living apologetically. And I mean, there's not and there's no harm in that either, but I feel like you should know that, you know, if you're not doing anything wrong, then you shouldn't apologize for instance someone is constantly typing typos and they said sorry i feel like that's not even a big deal but like i mean just the simplest thing like you know something like that you know i don't want it to be a habit of me saying sorry for the things that i didn't do wrong so like if you're late to class or if you're like you're sort of tardy or if you're you know doing something wrong like hurting other people's feelings then yes apologize the heck the heck are you doing but if you're I don't know you have this habit of saying sorry for no context then -uh, no girl you don't need to apologize for anything so yeah if you haven't heard it from anyone else i am telling you this right now you don't have to apologize for anything that you didn't do wrong so yeah the seventh lesson that i've learned is probably my favorite because i just said being present in the moment i feel like that's such a magical thing okay especially people in our era we have like all these social media platforms and we just have the need to film everything as if we were a vlogger or as if we're making like tons of money which we are sometimes but like we just just have the need to do that we just have the need to like film things and expose our intricate lives with other people as if we are I don't know some celebrity that people even notice us for but we are not we're literally just regular people but we just have the need to do that because everyone's doing it and you know that's the point of social media is to share your life with other people even though it tends to be super fake sometimes but yeah like for instance you're at a concert and obviously you want to film every single part of the concert because oh my gosh that's probably your favorite artist or you're probably never gonna feel this in like a couple of years and that's like a once in a lifetime thing and i understand that you could definitely film that there's no harm in like filming what you do you know those like things and moments that you want to keep or share with other people but i feel like it's always best to live in the moment and i don't know something that has stood out to me was... Phoebe Bridgers lyrics in her song called "Garden Song." Uh, ooh, mantap. Yeah, anyways, <coughs> where it says, "I'm gonna look up from my phone and see my life, and it's gonna be like my recurring dream." that particular lyric just sort of hits me a little bit even though it could be interpreted in like different things but i don't know just like in general looking up from your phone and just romanticizing your life and living in the moment and being the main character i feel like it's just the best feeling in the world just living in the moment and being present in the moment you know whether you're in a concert or you're doing something so fun with your best friends And the people you love it's so so much better without recording it and sometimes you do kind of wish that you recorded some of the funny moments but those are the moments that are always going to be sticking in your head and you're gonna tell your kids and your your generation for years and years i guess okay maybe it's not that serious but it's always going to be in your head i don't know i think memories just speaks a little bit more than just pictures and videos but ever since i had a broken phone i remember i had a 6s an iphone 6s plus and oh my goodness it was horrible because i think there's something to do with apple of like deteriorating your storage level and so when i still had my iphone 6s plus my storage was literally deteriorating so bad to the point where i could only have four pictures in my gallery four people, I'm not even exaggerating, my friends know this and they usually cry every time I have to take a screenshot, I would have to delete that screenshot immediately. So it's so hard and I lost all my pictures and I was so devastated because, you know, those are some of my memories, fun memories or some selfies I want to keep or things like that. But ever since I had that phone, I was limited to have certain amount of apps and certain amount of pictures and videos and my phone was barely anything. Like, I did not have... Anything, like barely anything. Yeah, and ever since I had that phone, I sort of lived in the moment because when everyone is just playing with their phones or doing something, I've finally just saw the world with my own eyes, I guess. It's not even that serious, but that was the start of it, I guess. But what I'm saying is that you would have so, so, so much more fun if you were there present in the moment with the people you love. So yeah, I guarantee you, when you're meeting with your friends, please drop the phones, talk with them, because you're not gonna see them for a long time, as hard it is to say, but you aren't. You know, it's always best to be interacting with people and just, again, be present in the moment. And those are the memories that are always gonna be sticking in your head, so you don't have to worry to always have the idea of capturing it. And that's why people only take group photos and not the pictures in between. Like, back in the days... Like, you know people would always be like okay let's have a group photo and then every time you look at the photo you have a whole story to tell because those are the stories that stick ups in your head you know not the picture like if you weren't you know being present in the moment and just always constantly be scrolling through tiktok and instagram or any of these other platforms what were you really doing do you even remember like you could be taking a picture with someone and don't remember the backstory to it like you would just probably say like oh i met up with this person that's probably it nothing really special happened when you could have made that moment special but anyways moving on to our eighth lesson that i've learned so the eighth lesson i've learned is that there is beauty in uncertainty okay so this is a whole new different thing i feel like this is more deep and personal (laughs) but here think of it this way Everyone has uncertainties in their lives, and we always question why they're there, question why it happens to us, or things like that, but Tiara and I have specifically talked about this in our previous episode where we were talking about the second part of our identity crisis. We talked about how we kind of have to grow up a little bit faster than others, and which was kind of true. I did not really feel a lot of my childhood moments when i was younger because there was just a lot of uncertainties in my life with tons of different factors that i really would not like to get deeper onto but i never really realized this until i was older when i sort of understood the point that god was trying to put in my life having all these uncertainties and all these like roadblocks and all these complications or whatever it is in my life that does not seem like it's going into plan I just question it and I think that is a normal instinct for human beings to question things that are not going into plan and so it's pretty okay and it's pretty normal for you to be questioning things but you need to understand why these uncertainties happen and I finally realized that there is beauty in uncertainty just like this okay I think this is more of a better analogy for people to you know sort of digest it's raining outside, and it's very gloomy, it's giving you sad vibes, it's just very depressing at some points. But in the midst of this storm and the thunder and just all the wreck going on outside, you would come out the next morning feeling the fresh breeze and the very cold atmosphere, and you could see all of these flowers blooming because it just rained last night, and the sun is helping the flower grow and flourish. And that's something that you could sort of interpret that there's beauty in uncertainty, there's beauty in the midst of the storm. So to whoever I'm talking to today, you know, maybe you're eating, maybe you're just listening for the hell of it, maybe you're listening because I told you to, (laughs) or anything like that. If you're listening to this and you're going through something, some kind of uncertainty, I want you to know that there is always going to be something out there for you. You're going to get good out of this. You're going to make it through this hellhole and you're going to come out a better person. Trust me. Girlie, I've been in a lot. I mean, I mean like a lot of uncertainties in my life. Pretty sure you know people going through that as well. Go talk to them. They could probably comfort you and give you the right advice for you to get out of this hellhole really quickly. But I guarantee you, you would be a stronger, more amazing person and like super invincible sort of. (laughs) There's always a light at every tunnel. There's always something good coming at every bad thing. So you shouldn't worry about that. That's God's way of determining. All you have to do is literally see the good in everything that he does. Because there's always a good in everything. If you look at the positive side of it, you know, be optimistic. So yeah, that's something that I've truly learned. And that helps me gone through a lot of uncertainties in my life is looking at the positive of things. So the ninth lesson that I've learned growing up is that I should enjoy the little things. And this sort of correlates with the previous lesson that I've learned, you know, about how there's beauty and uncertainty. And I guess when you're constantly living in a world full of unpredictabilities and you know again things don't go your way and this develops to uncertainties happening in your life and i guess when you've <laughs> sort of lived that life of having sort of that cycle you know going on and i'm pretty sure everyone goes through it as well maybe some people don't go through it as much as the other but everyone has gone through uncertainties before or like some turbulence in their lives and like little turmoils you know and i don't know i'm really happy to realize this now but actually be grateful over the things that Are actually happening really well in your life and sort of keep that in mind that good things are still happening and enjoy the little things you know like I could be waking up today in the morning and I am already super grateful that I'm able to wake up in the morning you know especially knowing that you know today is my birthday and birthdays are all about celebrating another year living on this earth knowing the fact that I could wake up the next day on my 17th year on earth is amazing some people have lots of sicknesses that they have to deal with and sometimes people can't even wake up in the morning or get up in the morning and do things or are not even there in the morning you know it's it's just very little things you could be grateful about and sometimes we tend to miss that because all these turbulence and uncertainties happening in our life sort of outweighs the good things happening in our lives and we should always take account of both, you know, and in fact, like the good things should outweigh the bad things because, you know, there's so much good things happening in your life. And if you're always focusing on that one bad thing in your life, you're going to make it to like a even bigger problem throughout time, you know, because you're always constantly focusing on that one thing. For instance, you're looking at someone's face and you're like, oh my gosh, that is such a huge mole. (laughs) Like, okay, this is random, but like, yeah. You're looking at someone's very gorgeous face and then you're like, oh my goodness, there is a mole there. Like, but it's not even that big, but because you're constantly picking on that person's face, you just see it as a big thing. It doesn't compare to the fact that this person has such a gorgeous face, have a face in general, have a normal looking, beautiful, gorgeous face you know does that mole still bother you you know like you know there are people out there who are struggling with tons of things that's what i'm trying to say and i've just tried just enjoying the little things and always being grateful over the littlest things you know like today i'm super grateful that (laughs) i get to wake up pretty early in the morning because i kind of stayed up last night to do english but i was really grateful that i am you know Waking up early in the morning, and I called my friends today. I'm very grateful because I haven't been calling with Valentiara in such a long time, like together, the three of us. And I'm very grateful that today I am able to call with them. And I think it's good to sort of realize your gratitudes for the day, or for the week, so that you could understand and you could see that these little things that make up your entire life don't just sort of put those aside just because you have one uncertainty going on and happening in your life you know life is so much more better when you actually take the time to just look around and appreciate everything around you especially going on on walks and looking throughout nature and that's something that i've also realized is that i have this certain attachment with nature like i just needed to be a part of nature and need to see nature around me in order to feel that sense of happiness like i could be going through an uncertainty but if you put me in a garden or in a huge meadow or underneath a willow tree living in the presence and here i am fantasizing and romanticizing my life but that's awesome hey you guys (laughs) hey it's agnes from the future Um, i'm currently recording this at september 7th on a tuesday and my birthday was literally like two weeks ago or something i don't i even lost track of the days now i don't even know but yeah i have been editing this (laughs) episode for about a week and a half or so and it's been going terribly i mean i'm pretty tardy on this but i've been working a lot on school and I've been editing this for so long figuring out how to sort of edit the entire lessons I've learned like all 17 lessons I've learned into a 60 minute podcast episode or less and like listening through some of my lessons um my future lessons like my 10th all the way to my 17th I feel like there are a lot of things that I want to be addressing to you guys and I don't feel the need to cut all of that out just so that I could fit 60 minutes of an episode, you know. So I think I have really great things to talk about and so I am going to separate the episode into two parts and so this is going to be my part one and you're gonna get the other half next week or the week after or the week after that depending on how busy I am in editing the podcast you know at this point I can't even promise you guys that I'll be sort of uploading once every week because it's been really really rough lately it's been not rough it's just really packed i'm really packed with work trying to get on top of things at the moment i'm just pretty okay pretty chill at least i'm submitting everything you know sometimes i get a little late sometimes and i'm trying to be on top of things so yeah i'm putting my podcast aside because school's first grades comes first and yeah i'll see you guys in a bit (laughs) enjoy the first half of my 17 things i've learned when i'm 17 So yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am sorry for the delay and I am sorry that I'd have to split it into two. But, you know, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. I hope you guys enjoy this one because I'm already, like, enjoying it so much at the moment. Like, halfway through editing it, I'm like, this is gonna be so fun. I can't wait for people to listen to it. And yeah, I'm gonna shut up now because then I'm gonna have to make a third part just because I won't shut up. Okay, bye guys!